Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Ethan, and this is Roster United. And today we're going to be reviewing or going in depth with a uh, villain from the starting box or the core box, per se, Ultron. And we're going to talk to him about him. But I saw here that Ultron is a little big, you know, to talk about. He's got a few things in, in mind and just some, I've had lots of cool experiences but I thought maybe we could have somebody else, a special guest in our podcast. And I thought about that. And today, I brought along here my dad um, to to come and talk to us about Ultron. Please introduce your, yourself. Hey, Roster United fans. I am Rick, uh, Ethan's father, and I'm here to help talk about Ultron today. Yes, my, me and my father, uh, we love board games, uh, especially my father. He knows lots about board games, and specifically, he knows a lot about Marvel United, so he'll be helping us go in-depth with Ultron here. So, let's begin uh, with Ultron's um, dashboard, his villain dashboard. Um, Dad, could you please read us his BAM effect? Yes, it says here that Ultron's BAM effect is at... Three of the thugs to any location where Ultron is at. And, of course, that feeds into uh, uh, also doing one damage for every hero that's in Ultron's location. Uh, the reason that that's so powerful, we know, is really Voltron, Ultron's uh, villainous plot. But basically, when all of the locations are full of thugs or bystanders, uh, Ultron wins. So yeah. even if he's in a spot where we have three thugs... Uh, that we got to add, and that spot's already full, those are just going to flow around and keep going until he fills all the spots up. Yeah, and so, yeah. And his BAMs, uh, he can activate his BAM effect five times. Right. He's got five cards that have BAM on them. Um, it's, inter it's interesting that it, even one of his uh, BAM locations, he does not move at all. But, again, it doesn't really matter – uh, only the damage he would do to heroes, but the fact is he's trying to fill those spots, and he's going to drop three thugs every time he goes on a BAM. So that's five mm -hmm. of his, basically, nine cards in his in his deck. Yes. Or, excuse me, of his 12 cards. Yes, 12 cards. And um, now you might be wondering, what happens if you put three thugs um, on a location, but you can't fit two, three or one of them. What happens if you can't fill them, fill up any more spaces? Well, he'll activate his overflow, and this is what his overflow says. Um, you know, if a thug, well, usually a thug with his BAM power, or a civilian, can't be added to a location, add that token, or add that thug or civilian to the next location clockwise instead. So, Dan, we see here clearly this overflow power really helps Ultron with his Venomous plot, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes, basically, he's just filling spots. And as you notice, really, all, like most villains do, of course, all of his cards, his threats, and any of his, which his threats, which have the different kind of, uh, uh, basically, areas that you've got to clear, but they also come with the Ultron clones, all of it's just feeding into trying to pour on mm -hmm. thugs and fill those spots up as fast as he can before the heroes can stop him. Exactly, exactly. And speaking about those threats, why don't we take a look at them, shall we? Let's see. Uh, they ha uh, Ultron has, out of six threats, two of them 
um, have this power or th this threat called duplication. And Dad, what, what does duplication do? When Ultron's in that location, he activates it. What does he do? Well, they're trying to make it thematic. And if anybody's ever, you know, read Ultron in the comic book, or of course, most of us have seen the Avengers movies where Ultron is at, yes. uh, duplication, Ultron can clone himself a lot. Mm -hmm. So the duplication, I think, is trying to feed on that. It mm -hmm. drops a thug right there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if if Ultron's bamming and he's, or, or if he's cucking off one of his cards that has the, that triggers the effect, that has the bullseye effect, he's going to drop another thug right where he's at. Yes, and that, that's very interesting, right? I mean, just how I mean, th this is just two out of six cars, and we already see a lot of it has to do with adding thugs. And um, the overflow also applies to the threat. So if you add a threat card, if he adds a threat card um, in his location, and you, you know, and he can't, you can't fit it, it'll also cause the overflow. Very interesting. Yeah, I thought that was that was interesting because it's one of those, and, and I apologize for not knowing the word, but it's one oh, of those that has the target effect. So mm -hmm. most of, of Ultron's cards, different from other heroes, he only has three of his actual cards from his master plan mm -hmm. that drop characters yes. where he's at and then in the adjacent spots. Mm -hmm. um, but they also trigger those duplication effects. So it's possible for him to drop uh, a couple of his cards. He could drop four total folks either yeah. <laughs> three bystanders and one thug or up to four thugs in one spot and as we know most locations that's going to fill it out yes so he is just going to be pouring guys out with that threat mm -hmm. and you know and it's very and you know just a quick little note here uh the guys that he puts out most of them are thugs there's at least two cards where that he puts out civilians but personally um, I've had experience with this. You probably had experiences with this that you kind of go for the threats and thugs in this game to clear the missions out because getting uh, civilians is very difficult. Now it depends how you know how you draw the cards, what he does, but yeah, you've got a less than ten percent chance yeah. that he's actually dropping that full bystander card. And mm -hmm. what I say by that is, is in his master plan. He has a card where he drops three bystanders where he's at, mm -hmm. and then one bystander in each adjacent spot. That's one out of 12, so that's yeah. less than 10%. So most of the time what you're dealing with is his is his thugs. And if we go into more of his threat cards, two of his other threat cards are actual Ultron clones. So these mm -hmm. are minions that are you know obviously copies of Ultron yeah. that go off when he bams. And when he bams, again... They're just copy. They're just copies of Ultron. They're just weaker. So instead of dropping three thugs like Ultron himself does, and then doing one damage, mm -hmm. they drop one thug and do one damage. Yes. And uh, but that gives the ability in this case, the th the heroes can decide to stop from dropping that thug mm -hmm. from the minion from the Ultron clone minion if they decide to take a damage themselves. Yes. Yes. Um. Very wise spoken. I even like that you even put the little percentage detail on there. I've never done the the, the percentage. How about that? <laughs> well, let's go to our next uh, threat um, uh, that Ultron has. He doesn't just have duplication. He also has Ultron virus. Of course, he's a computer, so he's going to put out some viruses out there. Why wouldn't he? Um, now, it says here, when heroes start their turn in this location... The location where you know this threat is at, uh, they must ignore one action symbol in their choice of their choice. Excuse me. Basically, that means that when you play a card.
for example, a move and a hit, if you start your turn there, you have to choose whether you want to either play a hit or play a move because you have to cancel one or another. Um, any opinions about that? How does that, you know, kind of help Ultron clear it? Yeah, I, I know clearing, but how does that also help them, you know, not let it, the heroes clear spaces up? Well, it's interesting because it's if you start your turn there. Mm -hmm. So you're basically, you know, on your turn, you're trying to – Ultron's gone maybe right before you or a couple before you. So you're going to try and get to a location where you can clear out thugs. Mm -hmm. And, again, if he's robbed you of one of those symbols, then it's usually he's robbing you of maybe uh, um, an opportunity to move yes. or an opportunity – Maybe you can move and hit. Now you're stuck just hitting, and maybe that's a location when there's nothing, mm -hmm. or you can't get to where you need to be, or you can't be as effective once you get there. So it plays, again, I think, into the Ultron theme of being able to move around and clean up, because you're just about clean up. Yes, and you know I like that interesting point there about the taking turns, right? Because when you start your turn... Uh, it, you know, it's, it's different from ending your turn there, right? You can end your turn at that location, and then, you know, your little, um, you know, your little, uh, you know, your your friends, you know, whoever's playing goes up next, then it's your turn. So you still have so much time to clear that threat before, or you, just ha you have so much time to still stay in that location while your friends are clearing that threat out. So you still have time before worrying about that, but hey, you know, if you can't do anything, you're kind of stuck and you have to cancel one of your actions. So it kind of limits what you can do. Very interesting, ain't it? Yeah, that's that's extremely interesting. Very interesting. I think, obviously, with his master plan, he's got a few more cards I don't think that we've talked about, Ethan. First off is his mem Mesmerize. And in this case, Ultron does not move. Um, but it gives one crisis token to each hero in Ultron's location and adjacent locations. And then you place a thug in any location without heroes. So if the heroes are bunching up trying to clean house, uh, he's going to spread out even quicker. Um, any thoughts on that one? Well, personally for me, uh, you know, give one crisis token to each hero in Ultron's location. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, it plays into his Encephalo Ray. Yes. I guess I should have mentioned that because Encephalo Ray plays off of that. So it says deal one damage to each hero for each crisis token they have. Yeah. Then a okay. hero of your choice takes a crisis token. So again, it gives it gives Ultron opportunity to hit. Those two kind of feed off each other. And, yeah. and really the, the ability for that to be very powerful is probably going to depend on how those cards come out. Exactly. And, um, you know, just the, I mean, from talking from a villain's standpoint, that is a great combination Ultron wants, right? He wants to put out the these two memorizes. And, no, it's not just giving the crisis token, which is very bad for the heroes, because he'll play the... Encephalo Ray. Encephalo Ray, yes. But also, in the memor mesmerize, he'll plays one thug in each location without heroes so just a little other thing but um yes it is very bad uh giving a crisis token it stinks honestly because you know you're just there you're playing and then all of a sudden he plays this card he doesn't move and then you have to take a crisis token and that will affect you very much <laughs> if he plays the um incept uh how do you say that encephalo, oh my goodness I guess. encephalo 
I think it's kind of interesting too because it it makes the gameplay different mm-hmm. depending on how many players you have. Yes. So obviously, if you only have cup two player game, well, Ultron's chance of giving you a crisis tokens pretty low because it's got to be where he is and anywhere adjacent to him. So that's half yeah. the board. But then he places a thug any location without heroes. Well, if you just have two heroes, you yeah. know he's placing four thugs. Yeah, maybe more depending mm-hmm. if you're both together. Now, if you're playing a four-player game, he can't place as many thugs, mm-hmm. but he's probably giving out more crisis tokens. More crisis so tokens, it's kind of yeah. interesting how that dynamic makes the gameplay different mm-hmm. depending on how many players and characters you have. Yes, and you know, just thinking about this a little bit more, it's kind of uh, a great strategy Ultron has, um, you know, where he can kind of deal damage, um, or, or excuse me, give out crisis tokens to deal damage. But, again, you know how it says, you know, deal one uh, crisis token to each hero in Ultron's location or adjacent. And, you know, I think, like you said, on a four-player game, that would be a little bit better. Or, no, that would be worse for the heroes. On crisis tokens. On crisis but tokens. on thugs, it's probably on, not as bad. Exactly. On thugs, it's fine. And, you know, it, it, I've done this before. I, when you play, as, when you play um, against Ultron... You kind of want to have your distance against Ultron, so he doesn't give you those crisis tokens. But um, you might be wondering, well, you still have to clear those, you know, thugs and civilians out. Well, yes, yeah, you have to clear, still clear to those. Yes. Yeah, and the thing is with those that probably we should mention is on those mesmerize where they're giving out the crisis tokens and dropping the thugs, and then on the encephalo ray mm-hmm. where he does the damage based on how many crisis tokens. Those are zero moves. Mm-hmm. So if those do come out and you've tried to keep your distance, he's not going to be able to get you with those. That's true. Because they are he does not move or rotate around the board mm-hmm. with that. You know, another thing, Ethan, um, and I don't know if it's appropriate to mention now, but um, the other thing probably taking account on how hard Ultron get is depending on what locations you have. Because mm-hmm. Ultron's all about filling the locations the with locations. thugs yeah. and civilians or bystanders. Some of the locations only have, allow for three spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them, the Avengers Tower and the Avengers Mansion. Uh, and then you have Times Square and Central Park, which allow for five yes. villains. Now, they also start with more mm-hmm. uh, at the mm-hmm. beginning of the game. But, you know, it's kind of an interesting balance. If you're starting with some of these smaller locations, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, Ultron can fill those out a lot quicker. Yes. So very, very kind of interesting concept there too. Yeah, and you know, talking about these, um, talking about these uh, uh, locations, like you said, not just the spaces, but also what the locations can help the heroes and can really hurt Ultron. For example, here the new uh, the New York Police Headquarters. Um, now, of course, it depends what threat there is here, but if the heroes clear it, they can discard one thug. From any location. Now that doesn't mean put it on the mission. That means put it back in the pool. Uh, put it back in the in the discarded area. Yeah, you don't actually get a get it towards your mission to, to attack it. But that's great if you're in if you're in a problem mode. Yes, exactly. Perfect for problem mode. Honestly, if you know very well New York police and you don't need to you know kind of look at it before you play the game or something like that. If you already know what the what the um. What the power is at the end of your turn, play that against Ultron. Please do that. It'll help you so much. And there's not just that one. There's also Times Square. And like you said, Dad, lots of spaces. But also a really good end of turn power, which says you may rescue one civilian 
from this location. Now I know where the questions go though. You, Ultron, and I just I just know why I messed up so badly. He didn't mess up. I think what we're seeing is is the only reason that's not as strong is, is Ultron just doesn't put civilians out. True. He just doesn't drop civilians. And that's part of the problem in beating Ultron. Mm-hmm. Because, again, the three missions, you got to get two of the missions before you can attack him. The Thug mission, guaranteed. Yes. It's going to happen. The mm-hmm. problem with it is, is you're beating Thug so fast that now... You've beat that first mission. Mm-hmm. Now Ultron's coming out with his master plan card, every two hero cards. Exactly. We all know in the game, the way the game plays is, as you're dropping cards, the hero's going to play three cards, mm-hmm. and then a master plan card right. comes out, and then three more than a master plan, until you win one of the missions, mm-hmm. whether that is get nine thugs cleared, nine bystander civilians cleared, or four of the threats, of the threats cleared off the yes. board. Then he's going after every two hero cards, mm-hmm. and now we're talking big time problems. Yes. But the problem with Ultron is, is you, you're basically to win. You almost can only get thugs mm-hmm. and clear threats, clear threats because he doesn't drop enough bystanders for mm-hmm. you really to fill that bystander mission up. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. And you know, speaking about clearing the threats and thugs, um, that means on hero selection. I mean, of course. The fun thing is just to pick any heroes, you know, and just have fun or pick your favorite heroes. It don't matter. But if you want to go a little bit more strategic and actually search for the perfect hero to play, like I do, like a lot of people that I know do, um, well, you be- you definitely want a hitter. You want a person that has lots of hit icons, lots of, you know, just hitting. But also, um, you know, in this channel, in this podcast, we haven't talked uh, a lot about villains and their threats being different symbols. For example, instead of heroics that are substituted by hits, moves, or, you know, whatever it is, here, Ultron is just heroics. All of them is heroics except for two, which is this Ultron clone, which is four, deal four damage to eliminate those threats. So, like a minion. Like yeah, a, minion. a minion. Anytime a minion's on the board, you've you got to hit them like you would the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think really even here, you know, initially when we were talking about it, I was thinking a lot about how you want to move around the board, but it, it almost doesn't matter because as Ultron fills spots, his overflow is just fill the other cards. Yeah. So really the damage, the pain's coming to you. It don't matter where <laughs> you're at. There's it's probably true. minions on the board for you to clean out. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Or, excuse me, I mean thugs, thugs on the board to fan, yes. clear out. Yeah. And, you know what? Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean. Even if you're going to be close to defeating Ultron, even if you're just one card away from beating him or whatever, if he plays another Master Plan card, he's still going to put lots of minions out there. I don't care if you cleaned up every single Master Plan card he's going to have. He's going to place more guys whether you like it or not. So you're in constant cleanup mode. Yeah, I mean, 88 of his 12 cards, 66% of his cards are dropping at least three minions. I love that on the percentage. Map. I at love least that. three minions on the map. So yes. if you're talking heroes and you're trying to best fit heroes, um, you're you're looking at Hulk. I mean, Hulk's yeah. almost a, gar- a guaranteed. I mean, he's got cards where he's cleaning the board. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. he fantastic. Has. Now he's not putting those on mission cards. If I remember that power right, it's just clearing them off the card, but it keeps the game alive. Yes, he has the power. If I'm correct, it's called Hulk Smash. And it says deal one damage to everything. Now, no, everything also means the hero in that location. When it says everything, it means even the hero that is with Hulk. 
Um, but anyway, uh, it says deal damage to everything, which is great. But what happens if there's civilians there? Uh, you know, very rare. But what if there is? Well, Hulk will discard all the civilians, uh, not the thugs, just the just the civilians there. Um, which is, I guess, fine, <laughs> especially you know if you're going to, you know, if you're gonna have a situation where you're almost gonna have an overflow, having that Hulk power right there is amazing and very helpful. Um, I've had great experiences with Hulk. I have. You know, I've had, um, you know, a few uh, buddies of mine, um, you know, play as Hulk. And I really like how they played Hulk. I really like how I play Hulk. And Hulk's almost undefeated in this game. Just because, you know, he's just, again, a big hitter. His powers is phenomenal. And, yeah. Do you have any other, you know, hero you'd suggest? Yeah, I think another hero, um, honestly... And I, I'm not just sure exactly how well he appears with Ant-Man, but I think, or excuse me, Hulk, because I think Ant-Man's powerful. Because, again, you're not probably clearing enough bystanders, civilians, I, I, if it's civilians, the blue, the blue one, I apologize. Um, you're not clearing enough of those to get it, so you need to clear the threats off. Yeah. And Hulk is good about clearing a couple threats off with those Ultron clone minions, but Ant-Man has tons of heroics. Yes. So Ant-Man can clear off the duplication threat. He can clear off the Ultron virus threat. He is quick to do that. So yes. I think heroes that are heavy on heroics are a good complement to like a Hulk. Yes. Because of that. Probably, uh, you know, Iron Man's not too bad with some heroics as well. Uh, but if you want just pure heroics, it seems yeah. like to me Ant Man's really a, a good choice here as well. Yes, and um, and one of uh, and almost in the beginning of the podcast, I've talked about Ant Man. I've talked about Ant Man, and probably those who have heard me <laughs> know that I want to be really flexible with the characters. But it's okay if they have lots of heroics. For example, Ant Man, great hero player. But I always give this uh, example of him all the time, and it's not really a good one. He can do lots of heroics, but the problem is that's it. He can't really move. He can't really hit. But he could do tons of heroics. Don't get me wrong. That is phenomenal. You want that. And I just think if I just think Ant Man is a perfect combination with Hulk if there's a third player joining. If there's yeah. a good mover. And that's him. true. And the only reason I was thinking with Ant Man is just again, if you can get him to where the threats are, mm -hmm. he'll fill them out. Yes. Hulk is like almost all damage. Yeah. So you almost want he's got no heroics. No. And you've got Ant-Man who's Two. just all heroics, all heroics and no damage. So in this case you got Hulk kind of cleaning up, yeah. but you got Ant-Man bringing it in just to he's basically to me paving the road for Hulk in this case. Yes. In this case. Yes. Because again, as somebody who moves a lot, I don't know if there's much much benefit here. True, there's not really that much benefit. Um you always want somebody to move. You got to get around to the threats. You got to get to the hero. But yeah. my point only is, is the pain's coming to you because mm -hmm. Ultron's going to overflow before you know it. And almost any location you're at is going to have guys. But mm -hmm. that's just one way to look at it. Yeah. You know, talking about those um, moves, you know, I think it's important, especially for Ultron here, because again, you might clear up half of the board, but the other side of the board. There's tons of villains and tons of, you know, uh, thugs and civilians and all those that Well, more thugs than anything. Uh, so you have to move there. I have played with Ant-Man. Um, I, I was Ant-Man, 
and somebody else with Hulk, and I and we played against Ultron, and boy, we barely won on a landslide, though, as they said, because the only thing was because um, we had enough moves, not less, not more, literally enough, but we were almost out of it, really. I mean, Ant-Man doesn't have that much heroics, nor does Hulk. So just doing those extra things, you know, it's just, it's tough. And, or no, excuse me, not heroics, wild. <laughs> and yeah, Ant-Man can't move, Hulk can't move. And just the problem with that is that, you know, sometimes you have to waste uh, Hulk's power, you know, just for, just to get by, you know, or whatever. Because, you know, sometimes you just get stuck and you can't move and Ultron can take great advantage of that. Yeah, and I was trying to give just some different insight. Oh, yeah, I mean, of I course, think, I of think course. the ultimate, probably the best guy to match with any of them is Captain America. I mean, Captain America can move, he's got heroics, but then he can give tokens wow. to Hulk. Yes. You know, and Hulk could be moving. I'm looking at it from a two-player perspective. Oh, yeah. But if you're looking, you know, probably like a Captain America, maybe balanced with like a Captain Marvel, Mm-hmm. And then Hulk, because Captain Marvel can kind of move and hit. Hulk's a big smasher, and Cap can just fill in any cracks you got. So yes. that's probably the ultimate Freeman that team out is. of the base box. Yes. And you know what? Just one more thing before we wrap up here. I really like I really like Ultron, and just the experience that I've had with him against Ant Man and Hulk is. Um, you know, again, we—it's it, still you're still able to win. You're still able to win with those two. You're, you know, you're able to to get enough heroics, definitely enough hits. It's just a great thing. But we again, it was probably because how how Ultron was played. He didn't play a lot of guys out there. We didn't have lots of Bam cards in the beginning, so we were fine. But I bet if we played again, it would be super different, and we would probably lose almost. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it was. It, I think what you said there about Captain America, Captain Marvel, and Hulk. I think that's really good. So yeah. Um. So I personally enjoyed Ultron. I think he's a great villain. I like his threats, um, his cards, and his gameplay. It's always fun. If you don't want Red Skull or Taskmaster, you can do Ultron, especially in the core box. Um. Fine. Final opinions. You know, what do you what do you say about this character? Yeah, I think Ultron's fun. Um, I think, you know, again, as with any of these heroes in this game, a lot of it depends on what cards come out from the master plan and when. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it's fun just because he's kind of a simple character, really. Yes. His job is just filling up. Yeah. It's really easy to remember. Mm-hmm. If he overflows, you just drop his token somewhere. You don't have to remember all these little steps. So I think, you know, for newer players, it can be hard, but it's easy rules to manage, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. Um, and I think you're just smashing. And, mm-hmm. again, I think you're filling with heroics. So I think he's a great character, a great villain to play against. Great great addition to the core box. Yes. He's a great, just almost a one-of-a-kind hero that I have played against. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was a, um, this was a uh, going in-depth with Ultron. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you, Dad, for being here with us, with me talking about this character and you know what maybe you'll come back next time in the next episode that would be fun yeah well i look forward to it of course uh well ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening have a good day also please um you know uh thank you you know for listening to this episode and keep supporting the only thing you have to do to support the podcast 
is just to listen to the episodes or to get more people liking it, whatever the case may be. Anyway, thank you very much. Have a good day. See you later. See ya. Bye. Thank you.